Hey, hey there, friend. This is Heather Creekmore. You're listening to the Compared to Who Show, and I'm glad you're here. This is going to be a very important one if you are married or if you're in a relationship, or maybe even if you want to be in a relationship someday, go ahead and listen now <laughs> so you can have a heads up on what you may need to do in the future. Because today we're going to talk about how to talk to your man. And I'm sorry, guys, if you're listening to this, yeah, I'm just, I'm talking to the ladies here, trying to help them talk to men. But I think you could use this advice just the same. But how to talk to your man about your body image issues. Whoo! It's a big topic, right? And it's awkward. It's super awkward. I've had clients that have written their husband's letters and then said things like, just don't, I don't want to talk about it. Just read the letter and that's enough. And that's awesome. But today I'm going to give you some tips on how to talk to your man about what's going on with you and your body. So I hope you get a lot out of today's episode. Here we go. Welcome to Compare to Who, the podcast to help you make peace with your body so you can savor God's rest and feel his love. If you're tired of fighting body image the world's way, Compare to Who is the show for you. You've likely heard lots of talk about loving your body, but my goal is different. Striving to fall in love with stretch marks and cellulite is a little silly to me. Instead, I want to encourage you and remind you with the truth of scripture that you are seen, you are known, and you are loved no matter what your size or shape. Here the pressure is off. If you're looking for real talk, biblical encouragement, and regular reminders that God loves you and you're not alone, you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy today's show and hey, tell a friend about it. Okay, so how do you tell your husband or your boyfriend or your fiance that you have a body image problem. Okay, well, first of all, elephant in the room here. You may not want to phrase it right like that because that sounds a little awkward, <laughs> right? So more likely, you're going to need to address things like, I have a problem with food. I have a problem with exercise. I have a problem with seeing myself in the mirror. I have a problem with seeing myself in pictures. I have a problem with weighing myself. I have a problem with trying on clothes. I have a problem with wearing shorts or swimwear or any of those things. Those may be an easier way, those, those, those phrases may be easier to use than to just start some amorphous conversation with your man. Like, let's sit down and talk about the ways I struggle with my body image, right? But I do, I do think these conversations need to happen because what happens too often is our guys have absolutely no idea what we're struggling with. We don't let them in. These are secret thoughts. This is a secret struggle for most of us. And I dare say many of us are afraid that if we share the struggle, we will be less accepted. That perhaps if we tell him that we don't like our body, maybe he'll think twice and change his opinion from, yeah, you're hot to, yeah, you're right. You really do have big thighs or you really aren't that attractive, right? So we have, we have a lot of fear surrounding this. And then there's the whole other issue of pornography use. 
I don't think God ever intended for us to see so many other human beings' bodies, right? But in porn, and really even in a lot of our soft porn culture of Netflix stuff that's rated MA and and beyond, we are seeing more of others' bodies than we were ever intended. And that does skew the way we think about our own bodies and the way we think about other people's bodies. And so it becomes even messier if your guy has been exposed to some of that or any of that. And and there are other episodes I've done on getting help for that and navigating that. That's not where I want to go today. But I do want to raise a flag that, that this is going to be a challenge in your conversation if that is having an impact on his life right now. Because, quite frankly, my friend, if he's being influenced by stuff he sees, he may be turning up the pressure on you to look more like something he sees or act more like something he sees. And he may not be open to having a conversation about the very real ways that you are hurting kind of because of that, but then also because of the issues that you have brought into the relationship from your past. So so getting help for that is a separate thing. So hear me on that. I'm acknowledging that. And I think actually that probably has to be taken care of first before you can have any kind of healthy conversation about him helping you in your body image issues. So thing one, I think that we need to do, and, and I'm assuming here that you are on a right path with the Lord. Okay, so when we talk about idolatry and things like that on the show, we always talk about the avenue to freedom from idolatry starts with repentance and confession, right? And so if you haven't stopped and said, Ooh, I have a problem with food. Ooh, I have a problem with exercise. Ooh, I have a problem with a body image idol or a beauty idol. If you haven't stopped and had that conversation with the Lord, where you're saying, God, please help me. I've made this an idol. I've made this too important in my life. I've made this my treasure. If you haven't asked him for forgiveness first through repentance and confession, then start there. But assuming that you've done that, I think it's really helpful to confess these things to our men so they can know where we're coming from. Now, caveat number one, do not expect him to understand. (laughs) Okay. Just, he may, may not get it. He may look at you blankly, like you are speaking a foreign language and that's okay because you've told him (laughs) the truth. You've told him where you're at and it's going to take him a little while to come to understand. Remember, it took you a little while to come to understand. So you may say to him, Oh, dear, I struggle with exercise. You know, I need you to understand that I'm addicted to exercise. I exercise too much. I feel, I feel conviction that I've made exercise a God in my life, that I, I, I 
sacrifice my social life and other things so I can do exercise. And I see that exercise is my treasure and this isn't healthy for me. I'm an exercise addict. I'm always trying to exercise to a calorie deficit. I can't go without exercising. I feel guilt and shame and condemnation when I don't exercise, right? These might be all the thoughts and and feelings you want to express. And his reaction may be like, I don't know. I think you look pretty good because you work out so much. (laughs) And you're like, ah, no, you're not helping me. So we're just, we're going to be aware of that. But, but I think if your man is a believer and follower of Jesus Christ, if he's a Christian who's following Jesus, I do think you can explain to him this idolatry concept and hopefully get him to understand it from that framework, that this is something that you found that you are addicted to and you need to be released. Maybe it's not exercise. Maybe it's food. And when I say food, I don't actually mean food addiction, like you can't stop eating. I think a lot of that, my friends, is is related to restriction, that a lot of us who can't stop eating, can't stop eating. We binge because we've restricted. There's so much data out there. If this is news to you, I encourage you to go check that out, right? Once you start eating and are fed (laughs) in a healthy way, the binging slows down or stops, but, but maybe if your problem is, is, is controlling food or restricting food or always being on a plan because that helps you be in control, there's a root of control there that maybe you need to confess to him. And quite frankly, my friend, if control is an issue for you around food and exercise, there's a good chance that control is an issue for you in other areas of your life. And so maybe this is an opportunity for you to say, do you notice me being controlling in any other areas? <laughs> and you might need to pray hard before you hear his answer. But be open to that. Because these issues don't exist in a vacuum. They're normally connected to everything from cleaning your house before company comes over and the control involved there to you know what your kids wear to church or what you wear places or what he wears. Shannon Popkin and I did an awesome episode on control earlier this year in 2022. It's so fun. You should go listen to that one. But Shannon and I talked about trying to control what our husbands wore because of how it reflected on us. So anyway, if control is an issue for you, open up that can of worms with your man too. And maybe he'll see the connection between control and other areas of your life and control around food. And then I want you to explain to him that mental health issues are just as significant as physical health issues. Now that might sound odd at first, but let me tell you why I'm saying it this way. If you are stuck in a habit of or pattern of disordered eating, or maybe you're stuck in a full-blown eating disorder, and I'd encourage you to go get help. But let's just say you're in some sort of lesser version of disordered eating. Maybe you're restricting and binging, or maybe you're like still on going on different diets. Oh, my friend, Or, or addicted to exercise. These are all mental health challenges to some degree, right? These are struggles that we have in our mind. 
that we put ourselves in these little prisons of I can and I can't and I shouldn't, I shouldn't, right? And there's a whole lot of gymnastics going on in our brains. If your brain is anything like mine was, oh my goodness, every day, the the mental calisthenics happening over the food I ate and how much I exercised and what I shouldn't have eaten and what I should eat and all of those things. It takes so much brain space. This is a mental health issue. And your man, quite frankly, may feel okay with where your body is physically. He may think you're healthy. So you may have to explain to him that not all of you is healthy if you're struggling in your head this much. And again, he may have no idea you're struggling at all because this might be the first time you've ever told him. (laughs) So give it a name. Talk about it as if it were a mental health issue because it is. We'll have more right after this. Hey, hey there, friend. Are we email friends yet? Because if not, we really should be. Don't we think it's about time? (laughs) Seriously, you can head on over to comparedtowho.me and you can get my free five-day body image email challenge. What is a five-day body image email challenge? Well, for five days in a row, I'm going to send you messages just to kind of get you thinking about your body image in a completely different and hopefully helpful gospel-centered way. I want to see you find body image freedom And the best place to start is by becoming my email friend so we can connect that way and I can encourage you right in your inbox. So go to comparetoyou.me, take the free five-day email challenge, and I can't wait to connect with you there. So we were talking about the mental health aspect of disordered eating, exercise addiction, and really there's a a mental health aspect of body image issues if you have something called body dysmorphic disorder where you look in the mirror and you see someone that's a different size than you actually are, right? So a lot of us have one of these things or maybe all of these things to some degree, and it's important for our men to understand that this doesn't have to be normal. That just because a lot of women, if not every woman almost, struggles with this, that this doesn't have to be our normal. It's important for him to understand that you can get help and healing and find health in your head and that that is going to be the best thing you could ever do for your body and your whole being. You know, And one area that you may want to bring up if you're married is these issues, these mental issues are the biggest challenge to our intimate lives, right? Like you're not jumping into the bedroom, not jumping into sex if you feel bad about your body, if you are struggling with constant bombardment of thoughts about how awful your body is and how you look. And so helping him understand that your problems in the bedroom, if there are some, and there normally are, uh, that your problems in the bedroom can be fixed by healing this problem mentally and really spiritually 
over just helping you get to the next size or get on a new diet or stick to a diet. Explaining it to, to him in that way can be a huge, huge blessing to your marriage. So another thing that I've come across recently as I've been speaking more this spring is women who are telling me that their husbands are asking them to lose weight. Uh, so I got home and I talked to my husband. I was like, what, what do we do about this? I was like, how can I talk to these husbands and tell them exactly how much harm they're causing in this? So if this is where you're at, maybe you just want your guy to listen to this episode. <laughs> I don't know if that's easiest for you. But there's a truth. Well, let me rephrase that. There is a lie that we have been told by diet culture. And that lie is that we have complete control over our bodies and what they look like. That's a lie that many of us with body image issues have believed since we were very young and we have been striving and working and, and doing our bestest <laughs> to, to work hard so we can be someone that someone is proud of. But the truth is we don't have complete control over our bodies. Our bodies change without asking for our consent after babies, when we age, and guess what? We all age. There's no other choice, right? When we go through really stressful seasons, when we go through grief, when we go through any kind of hard time or transition, our bodies respond because we are not made of plastic. Maybe you've heard me mention that before, <laughs> right? So our bodies are going to change. And when a man asks a woman to lose weight, ouch, nothing disincentivizes a woman from losing weight more than her husband or her boyfriend asking her to lose weight. So you need to just tell your guy straight up, dude, if you want me to lose weight, the worst thing you can do is tell me that you want me to lose weight. A much better, healthier approach is to offer unconditional love and support. And a woman who already feels unconditionally loved and supported can make choices for her body that may or may not lead to weight loss. Because I think we've been sold a lot of lies that we can just go on the next diet and lose the weight. You know, there's a study out that says the average woman by age 47 has gone on 61 diets. If diets worked, you wouldn't need to go on 61 of them. You would just keep going back to the one that worked and it would work again. But no, it doesn't work that way, right? Diets don't work. 95% of all diets fail. You basically have to be a unicorn to get a diet to work for you, to stay in that 5% of people who can keep the weight off for more than five years after going on a diet. And I would dare say that the people that are in that percentage have to develop some sort of eating disorder where they have to keep such tight control over their food intake in order to keep the weight off that they're not free either. So if you have a man who says, hey, honey, I really need you to lose weight for me, then I think you need to say something back like, hey, honey, I really need you to grow a couple inches taller for me. Or, or if your man's bald, hey, honey, I really think I need you to grow some hair back 
for me, right? It's, it is just as ridiculous. And if you need to go do the research and show him the studies, like do that, do that in love. Like, I don't know if that's the best way to approach it, but I think the way to get him to understand most is, is just to encourage him with the reality that asking you to lose weight is shaming, It's shaming and it makes you feel unaccepted. And he needs to hear that from your mouth so he knows exactly what he's doing. Because too many men, I think, believe, and again, from a good heart, from a good place, they believe that they're helping, like maybe giving you accountability, (laughs) like they're your accountability partner. They're offering you like that motivation. They're your fitness coach, right? They're going to help you meet your goals. And they believe that you would be happier if you just lost the weight, maybe because that's what you've told them right? Or maybe just because they've believed the live diet culture too. Like, I think you'd just be happier if you just go lose the weight. And then I don't have to hear about you being on diets and you exercising and you stressing over food. But oh, friend, ah, before and afters never tell a true story, right? There is no such thing as after where you are set in a position of freedom and rest and you never have to worry about it again. That's just not true. Not until we get to heaven, at least. The only way to be free in an after is when you can be free to feel like you are loved and accepted without changing your body at all, that your man values you for more than just your size or your shape. And so as graciously and as lovingly as you can explain that to him, also explain to him that nothing makes someone gain weight faster than stress. And if he's stressing you out in this area, you're just going to keep getting bigger. (laughs) Okay, like maybe that's a slight exaggeration. That doesn't happen for everyone. But for a lot of us, stress is why we start putting on weight because our bodies were designed to keep us safe. And so if your man is stressing you out in this arena, chances are you're going right to the pantry, <laughs> right? And and your body is going to keep the weight because it's going to say, uh-oh, famine's ahead. Famine is ahead. Famine is ahead. We better hold on to everything. The other thing I think you need to tell your man is the best thing he can do is just to encourage and affirm you as you are today. If he can say things that he loves about you as you are today, you will have a renewed sense of confidence and trust in his love for you. Now, ultimately, we don't put our trust in any man, right? Like we trust our husbands, we trust our boyfriends to some degree, but you trust your husband, But your ultimate trust is in God because our husbands are just men and they're going to fail us sometimes. It's just the way it goes. We're going to fail them sometimes too. No need for self-righteousness here. We're all sinners married to sinners if you're married. And if you aren't, guess what? You only have one choice. You're going to have to marry a sinner. (laughs) So, So the best thing that he can do for you is just encourage you right where you are at today. Also, the other thing that I like to tell women is, you know, you can gently ask him, hey, are you defining beauty the way the word does or the way the world does? I had two guys who wrote marriage books on the show. It was probably January or February of 2021. Uh, They wrote a book series called like Letters to a Romantic, Letters to a Newlywed. Great books. But this was something that one of them said on the show was, are we defining beauty the way the word does or the way the world does? And quite frankly, if your man thinks you need to get skinnier, 
so he can be attracted to you, then his definition of beauty is not from the Bible. Now, I don't recommend that you beat him over the head with the Bible while you're saying this. (laughs) Instead, I just, I recommend that you pray, 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 pray hard before having the conversation and that you gently, lovingly, and graciously say, babe, it would help me if you could think long and hard about how you define beauty. And whether or not your definition of beauty aligns more with God's or aligns more with the porn community (laughs) Um, might be a hard thing to say, but maybe it needs to be said in your house. And then the last suggestion I have for you is I think you need to straight up tell your guy not to be the food police. Okay. If he has become your food police because he thinks he is helping you with your food, I would straight up say, hey, I need you to not comment. (laughs) Uh, This is my journey. I need to learn how to eat intuitively to feed my body. I need to learn what I like and what I don't like, what foods satisfy me, what foods I'm craving when I am full. And if I feel like someone else is always watching my plate, I can't do that. I will never find food freedom if you are my live-in food policeman. So if you've got a guy that's doing this, it's important to have that conversation. And then tell him it's for your health, right? You know, these women that are set up on pedestals as, as being models of health too often are not eating enough food because they now we're all made in different sizes. And so if you're a naturally thin woman, like no shame, no blame. Like I am not, I'm not criticizing you for having a smaller body size in any way, shape or form. What I'm saying though, is after talking to models in our series last month and just knowing enough women who are trying to maintain a very small body size that weren't naturally that body size, too often there are disordered eating or disordered exercise or full-blown eating disorders associated with keeping that body size, and that isn't health. And so if he thinks he's helping you be healthy to get to her size, maybe it's time for some extra education about what eating disorders really look like and what eating disorders really do. You know, eating disorders are on the rise, not just among boys and men, but also among older people, right? People that have struggled with their weight all their lives get to that senior citizen stage, lose a bunch of weight, maybe because they were in the hospital for some issue and they start to get high on being thin. That's what an eating disorder is. So talk to him about your desire to be healthy in every way, to be spiritually healthy, to be mentally healthy, and to be physically healthy. And show him the data if you need to that physical health doesn't always look like a size zero or a size two. For some it may be, but not for a lot of us. So talk to him honestly. Friends, use a gracious tone. If tone is everything, words matter, but tone is everything. And also I would recommend not saying, Hey, I have to talk to you about something (laughs) because that normally sets it up for, uh Oh, uh Oh, I'm in trouble again. What does she want to talk about? So maybe just find a time you can be like, Oh, Hey, 
I need to tell you about something I've been learning or I need to tell you about something I've been struggling with. Start the conversation like that and then maybe he'll be more ready to enter it without feeling like, "Uh oh, what did I do wrong? What am I going to get in trouble for this time? Well, I hope some of these suggestions have helped you as you think about talking to your man about your body image issues. I think these conversations will be helpful. I want to see God work too. If you're married to restore marriages that have been separated from the impact of these body image issues, and don't necessarily mean separated in a a legal sense, but where husband and wife have been on different courses, been on different pages, not being intimate because of the wife's body image issues that they've never been talked about. So I want to see if that's you, I want to see freedom come to your marriage in a new way through facilitating these important conversations. I hope this has been helpful to you. I really hope something in today's episode has helped you stop comparing and start living. And hey, if it has been helpful, would you leave me a review or drop me a note? Let me know. Let me know how this conversation goes. Heather at compared to who.me. I want to know. And hey, If you need extra support, I am here for you. Set up a time for a coaching call. Let's talk about it. Let's, let's, let's work it out together. Let's prepare how you're going to talk to your guy about your body image issues. Okay. That's all for today. Thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye. Before you go, if something from today's show blessed you, may I ask a huge favor? Leave a review on your favorite platform. Seeing your five-star reviews is a huge encouragement to me. Not sure how to do it? You can go to compare to who.me slash podcast, scroll to the bottom, and you'll find all the information. And while you're at compare to who.me, check out some of the more than 500 articles on there about body image, comparison, all the things you're thinking about. Plus, you can find out more about my books, or you can grab a time for a free 10-minute call to see if coaching is right for you. I'm so honored to be a part of your journey out of body image and comparison frustration. And I can't wait to hear how God is working to set you free. Hey friend, would you check out the date on that episode you just listened to? Yeah, it's been a minute. Listening to old podcasts is almost like reading my diary from several years ago. In some cases, it's even a little embarrassing. So instead of listening straight through season by season, can I encourage you to skip ahead? I release brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you're not sure where to start, you can go to improvebodyimage.com, find the Start Here button, and I've got several episodes listed and categorized so you can find the topics that are of most interest to you. Your time is valuable, so skip straight to the good stuff. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for letting me be a part of your body image and food freedom journey. No matter what you're going through, you are not alone. Sis, if you've experienced pain in your father-daughter relationship, I want you to know that you are loved and seen. 
I'm Kia Stevens, host of the Hope for Women with Father Wounds podcast, and I created my show to help you exchange your father wounds for the love of God the Father. Join me for encouragement, wisdom, and scripture. Just search Hope for Women with Father Wounds on lifeaudio.com or wherever you get your podcast.